wins his final game with a walk-off single. This is loaded. Two out. Hard hit into right. Back at the wall. Tie game! At the wall, a leap. And a catch. Oh, oh. Andy Chavez takes a home run and turns it into a All right, Welcome to the ball club. I'm your host, Joey, here with my co-host, Harry and Austin. Got a lot to talk about today. Wild card race is still going on. General news, Dodgers, Astros, Mets, and Yankees all clinch the playoffs. Snap to them. And then snap our it guy, up, snap it up. Yeah, snap it up, snap it up. Yeah, yeah, Pujols. yeah. Pujols hit 700, hit two against the Dodgers the other day, so good for him. Snaps. Let's give snaps, snaps up for him. Snaps for Pujols. Let's get more than snaps for Pujols. Let's give a clap for Pujols. Yeah, let's give him a little. Let's give him some. What a legend. He deserves it. What a legend. Great guy. But NLEs is still up for grabs. Let's lead off with that. Harry, that's kind of your realm if you want to talk about that. Yeah, man. Um, so the Mets seven and three or seven and four now in their last eleven. Um, so they they kind of bounced back a little bit, but they got hosed last night by the uh, or yesterday by the Athletics, uh, which is not a great sign. Um, but they're still one and a half games up on the Braves, who have not been playing their best baseball. Uh, what everybody's looking forward to is going to be just the biggest series of the year, I think in the NL and in the NL East, at least. And, and, you know, perhaps, perhaps in the entire league, Mets, Braves, uh, Mets in Atlanta um, this coming weekend, I think it starts uh, on the 30th. So that starts on, I think Thursday or Friday. That's that's the last series of the season for them, right? No, they got, so they got um, the Marlins coming up. So both of them have the Marlins and nationals kind of surrounding. I forget who has which first, but they both have the Marlins and nationals. Um, still, and then they they have their series against each other. So it's literally like just the perfect storm. It's gonna. So be- wait, their series is the last series of the season. Mets Braves is not the last series. Okay, no, they right, have one more. Then. They have one more after. They have after one that, more after. okay. Yeah, that's gonna um, be big though. Yeah, that I mean, that's gonna be the season. I think they they're gonna you know they got to win today. The Mets, um, they got to keep winning series against you know I think the Marlins and Nationals. They got to win those series. And then I think as long as they win one against the Braves in Atlanta, they sh- they should be able to hold it. But you know, it's easier said than done. So. Right, and the Braves are in the same, literally like the same exact boat. So yeah, the Braves have been playing. <laughs> the Braves have been playing bad too. So like yeah, they got swept not, by the Phils. Yeah, they got swept by the Phils. They they got smoked by them after the Phillies were just playing like the worst baseball I think we've seen them play like in, since since before the All Star break. So I have I have a question I want to ask you. So the Mets are in a position where they are either in like in the full on playoffs or they're in the wild card. And I want to know right now, based on DeGrom's recent starts uh, against the Cubs, he gave up three and six innings against the Pirates. He gave up five and three innings. And then last night in Oakland, he went four, gave up five innings. I don't, I don't worry about DeGrom. Like he's the best pitcher in baseball, but right now, if you were to go into a wild card game or game one of the playoffs, are you starting DeGrom or Scherzer? DeGrom, hundred percent. Not even a question. I think not even a question. DeGrom, really? Not even a question. He's throwing a lot of, <laughs> He's throwing a lot of stuff that he's not used to throwing. I think he's working on some stuff against these teams and, and that's throwing him off. I guarantee that if he goes into a big game, he steps up and he, and he, sh- and he shuts out, he shoves. So I'm not, I'm not really worried about him. At all. Austin, how do you feel about that? I think right now, just based off the fact that the Grom's only pitched a few games this year, I still feel like he's, I, it's crazy to think that I still think he's loosening up. I don't think he's reached his, his peak yet. Yeah. I'd probably go with Scherzer. I just like that dog that Scherzer's gotten him. I feel like Scherzer's psycho. He's the psychopathic type of game one, you know, go out and kill him type of pitcher. DeGrom has that too, but he's more of like, like a smooth operator. I like Scherzer. I think I'm taking say, Scherzer. 
that that's fair. Let me just say long term though, I think it's just better for the team if they go to Grom. Yeah, like DeGrom, DeGrom, he's their guy because yeah, it's, it's impressions, right? It's like yeah. it's one of those things like you know, a lot of the time when a closer is struggling going into the playoffs, a lot of the time they want to say, Well, should we even have him closing out games? You know, like I remember I remember when the Red Sox had their World Series run that year when they had sale coming out of the bullpen to close the World Series out, and there was a lot of controversy of why didn't they send Kimbrell out? It's one of those things where it's like, well, who's your guy? You kind of like make that stamp of approval on who's your guy when you have a wild card game and you need to win it, you know, and you got two stud aces that are going to be Hall of Famers. You can really, you really can't go wrong either way. Right. They probably go to Grom because he's been their guy for so long, but you can't go wrong. I just like Scherzer. They, I like, I like his mentality. He's no, I think long term you got to go to Grom. But as they well. don't but have, yeah. they don't have, to, but, but wait, Joey, real quick. Yeah, they don't have what it's not one wild card game anymore. So, like, they would both, yeah, it's true. It's a series, it's a, it's yeah. a best of three, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's best uh, of three, three anyway. But yeah. playoffs yeah, are throwing sorry, off this year. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that they changed that over, by the way. Yeah. Me too. The Mets no, got like fucked too. by that too, like a few years ago. So, I just, um, I, so DeGrom, he should be lined up for one more start or maybe two. I think just uh, one. Could probably just, probably. Well, wait, they got. Yeah, it no, depends. They, they got what ten games left. Let me look. Yeah, so he should uh, maybe two. He might go two, but it depends. If they don't need him, they won't. They won't throw him. I don't know. My take on it would be: I'd see how his next start goes, and if he gets shellacked again, then I'd probably go Scherzer. But if he if he shows up and is the Jacob Degrom we all know and love, then yeah, you got to throw Degrom out there. But I think yeah, he might mm-hmm. be slated for. I know he's got one at least, but he might have a second coming up. So it was about Degrom then that you're you're controversial. No, I have something else. I'm going to hit you with. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be in the AL Central, which I want to get All into, right. um, if, unless you got more Mets. Nah, man, Braves. nah, that's enough. I don't want to talk about the Mets anymore. It's All right. too early. I know, you know, I always love talking about my Braves, <laughs> but we've been, that's like our two teams on this show right now because <laughs> it's all the drama. But yeah. with the AL Central, Austin, you got anything over there? Yeah, I was so wrong about the AL Central. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit it. I didn't want to admit it, but, you know, I really thought the White Sox had a chance to bring it back, but. They haven't been the best team in this division all year. It's been the Guardians. The Guardians have been tried and true. I didn't trust in that lineup, but that offense has been good, man. It seems like all their guys are hitting right now. They got a bunch of, like, average guys. You know, I really like Ahmed Rosario. I think Andres Jimenez is, like, one of the stories of the year, and Stephen Kwan just keeps on hitting, you know. And then, Jer- and then Joe Ram is just in the middle of that lineup just hitting the ball. Um, yeah, potential MVP candidate. Uh, potential like, MVP candidate. He's not going to be, but, I mean, no, he's been so good. Year. He's him and him and Rafi Devers, two best bats in the AL for third base. So, um, and their pitching man is just really, really good. Bieber's really good. McKenzie's been great. Uh, I, I don't like him in the playoffs. I don't think that they're going to do anything in the playoffs. But man, I couldn't have been any more wrong on this team uh, going into these last few games. You know, think about it, though, like that, the White that Sox, game one. Good. That game one. Do you really want to face that lineup and Bieber? You know, that's a tough right. game right there. Right, and Bieber, Bieber is just he's he's so crafty. Nothing's going to overpower you, but he's going to come in there and just dot corners throw change-ups you know they get into their bullpen they got some guys that throw absolute heat so um i don't know they might be a sneaky dangerous team again i don't see them doing anything in the playoffs but that lineup is really consistent they got a lot of like contact guys they don't strike out they grind out at bats um they're a team that i don't think you really want to see but i don't see them doing anything so this is a subject to change because i know we already did like our wild card predictions which have already changed since we've done them but right now they're slated to face seattle do you like them against seattle if that's who they go against uh I don't know. <laughs> it's one that I just don't know. I really like Seattle. I, I want to say that I would take Seattle. Not just because yeah, I like Seattle, wearing a Seattle hat right now, but I, I like Seattle just because oh. I think that their lineup has more upside. And I think that they have, I think that with Castillo at the top, I think I almost favor Castillo right now with how hot he's been over Bieber. Um, if you yeah, want you know, to go let's actually, 
Do you, so. do you guys want to just jump to Castillo real fast and then we'll just close out with the East? I know I have it. Yeah. But yeah. So Seattle extended uh, Luis Castillo. He's 29 years old. They gave him a five year, $108 million deal. There's a max out at 133 million if they do the six year vesting option. And then I really like this addition for Seattle that they threw in that if Castillo has any kind of Tommy John issues from 2025 to 2027, the Mariners received a $5 million option for 2028. So it kind of like saves them a little bit of money if he gets Tommy John, but I think that was a great deal. Like Seattle's looking smarter. They, you know, they did the uh, Julio Rodriguez deal. They did this, like, yeah. that's a great deal. Lock him up for five years. He's an ace. He's yeah. one of the best pitchers in the game right now. I think that was great. Yeah, that's a steal because right now market value for a starting pitcher is in the 200s. So, I mean, yeah, they, for, they for, really, sorry, not really for like a starting pitcher, but for an ace, I think he enjoys it because, I mean, he's been he's been in Cincinnati, which has been a dumpster fire for a while. So, right. um, yeah. Seattle seems to be an upcoming team. They seem to be like a really smart organization. They're kind of built from that same mold that we always talk about with the Braves, signing their young guys at good contracts. Um they seem to be all in. They went all in this year when they went went out and made that big trade with the Reds and go got Eugenio and uh, and Winker. Not exactly worked out as far as the Jesse Winker side, but it does show that it's an organization that's committed to winning right now, and they get a great deal in with Castillo. So, yeah, I love it. I think it's a great yeah, I deal. Like that deal. He's a, a he's a dog up there. They went out and got Robbie Ray last year. Just yeah, I like I like what they're doing on Seattle. Yeah. So if you imagine their playoff rotation real quick going against Castillo, Robbie Ray, and then Logan Gilbert. And then if you go to a fourth game, George Kirby's an option. And they have Flexen, who's been good this year. But their bullpen is also the best in the game, too. So that's that's a tough yeah. uh, that's a tough ask for any I'm team, team I'm team Matt Brash. So <laughs> I, I, I bought into the hype with that guy at the start of the year. I'll tell you that. I still think he'll be good, but that's yeah. on the nasty stuff in the game. Um, yeah, what an upcoming team. Who wants to face that lineup and who wants no, to face that, uh, that, that rotation? So no one, especially not the Yankees. They don't match up well against them at all. Yeah, I don't think so either. Harry, you're uh, you're kind of the contract guy. You like that? What do you think of that deal? Yeah, I uh, I think that's uh, it's a great deal for them uh, to lock them up. I think it's a great move to make before the playoffs. I think it shows that you know they're kind of locked in on on this guy as their guy, right? Um, and it's not that expensive when you look at some of the the other deals. Uh, you know, obviously the Mets with Scherzer one year, 40 million. This one had an annual uh, annual average of what about 20, 25 million, right? What is it? 108 for five years, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's like not even 20. But... Yeah. If you want to go 130 for six, but either way, it's like what, 25, 20 mil a year, right? Not even 25. So it's a really good deal. I think that's, I think that's a really good deal for a guy that's under three ERA and, and under a four for most of his career. Um, even dating back to his rookie days. Um, but yeah, you know what I, he is. I, yeah, you know yeah, what you're gonna get. You know what you're getting. You're not getting a guy that's gonna be, you know, the best pitcher in baseball um at any point, probably, but he's he's probably gonna be good enough to to get it uh, you know, make a couple all-star appearances. Um, hopefully, hopefully all all in all the years that he's there. Um, but yeah, uh, but as far as who I got, I got the Guardians over the the Mariners, I think. Oh, wow, hot take. Hmm. That's, I don't think that's that hot of a take. No, I, I mean, their offense Austin, is really good right now. I think Austin no. just, just did a great job of covering why the Guardians are the, are the best team in their division. And they've been playing, I think, the best baseball, at least, the, you know, since we last recorded last week, right? So They're both playing really good baseballs of late. So that's, that's kind of like, yeah. the, you know, you got two hot teams going in the playoffs. I really like that series. Yeah, you, it's you definitely a series to watch. You can't put into into like words just how important depth is in the playoffs and the guardians are yeah. just a really deep team that lineup is just they just grind at bats they they wear down starting pitchers i don't see guys and they don't strike out they don't, they don't strike, out. strike out guys they got a ton of guys that they're not all hitting 310 
but a lot of their guys are hitting 280, 290, 300. You know, they don't have a lot of guys in their lineup. That's a, you know, 189 Joey Gallo Shit. type in their lineup. They don't, they don't buy into that out there in Cleveland. So, and what a deal that they got with Jimenez, man. Yeah, like, I'm actually going to talk about that real quick. Flipping, flipping uh, trades to go get him. Like just, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Those guys are just playing so well. Real quick on Jimenez. So before I get to him, if the Guardians win tonight, so we're recording Sunday, the 25th, or super early in the morning. So if the Guardians win tonight, they clinch. If the White Sox lose tonight, they clinch. So I, I they're going to clinch. They're going to make it. I think they have it locked up for that wild yeah, card spot. Throw up nine games. So yeah, there, there's no shot. So uh, with Jimenez, I wanted to ask you, Harry, as a Met fan, how do you feel about the Lindor deal overall? And if you can go back, seeing what Rosario and Jimenez have given the Guardians this year, do you do that deal again? Yeah, I think that it's not even – yeah, it's not even a question. I think that Lindor has been the best shortstop um, from a fielding perspective in the league this year. And I think what he's been doing for the Mets from a batting standpoint has been awesome. I understand that there's other guys that have been doing similar things um, from a batting standpoint that are on the Guardians that the Guardians got for a better deal, right? But you're, what you're getting from Lindor is a guy that's going to be doing this for the next 10 years. You can't guarantee that. Like, I don't think you could guarantee that uh, with Jimenez or, or Ramirez or any of these guys. So I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I, I really don't, I'm have no regrets when you're a team that has the money to spend, like the Mets do, you spend the money when you're a team that doesn't have the money to spend like the guardians, you don't like that's, that's just the way baseball is. And that's how, that's how it's gotta be. That's, that's how organizations gotta be run. Like it's not, it doesn't mean that because this one guy had a really good year on a really good contract. You know, we talked about Brandon Marsh last week, right. And how much better he's playing than Juan Soto. And like, I think we do this way too often where it's like, we kind of look at recency bias and we think, you know, how, you know, how could we, why, why would we pay this guy when we could just like, you know, do this money ball athletics thing from, you know, Billy Bean back in the early two thousands, like, you know, it's not always going to work out that way. And guys that are not worth the money aren't worth the money for a reason. And they're not going to be as consistent going forward. I don't think that I'm not worried about what the Mets, the move the Mets made at all. I think that, that, that this is just like a question just to grind my gears and it's, I'm not going to let it like I'm not cool, I'm cool with it. <laughs> no I want to I'm going to grind his gears yeah I, I, no, I, I like tell you why deal. I'm feeling this way I, I like yeah. the deal personally I I, I yeah. like the deal for the Guardians just because I get it Lindor's such a great fielder and he was but he hasn't replicated his his bat that he had in Cleveland he hasn't even been an all-star since his years in Cleveland and he's he, an all-star he this been, year he was an all-star this year he was an all-star this year that's not what I'm seeing on baseball reference that could be incorrect. Real, I'm not seeing that on baseball reference right now. But regardless, I I I don't know, man. I this I think last year, like if we're gonna talk about Lindor being guys can't do it every year. I mean, his last year in Cleveland, he hit 258. His last year in 2021 with the Mets, his first year, he hit 230. This year he's bounced doing back this a little year. bit. He's hitting 272. Yeah. He's hitting yeah, 272 this year, but regardless, it's not like he's I mean, he's had two straight down years and one good back, one good bounce back year. I mean, I, I like the deal for the for the money aspect of it. They're paying Lindor a ton of money. These other guys are making $5 million between the two of them. That gives them a lot of roster flexibility to go out and sign people as a small as a small market franchise. So I mean, I like this I like the deal for both sides, but for Cleveland, I just don't think it made sense for them to hold on Lindor. I think that they made an absolutely amazing deal for them. No, I'm for the organization. And that that's kind are. of my take on it. Is I think both yeah. teams made a made a good deal. Like I don't really see a, a loser in this deal. I mean I know the Mets got Cookie Carrasco, who's kind of been on and off, and I, I don't even really 
care about that end of the deal. But if you like, if you look at Lindor's numbers, they're pretty good this year. Uh, so is Jimenez though. Jimenez has really good numbers this year as well. He's still really young and he's athletic. He plays multiple positions. Rosario's having a good season too. I don't think his defense is anywhere close to Lindor or Jimenez, but if, I don't know, I just, I don't know. I'm looking at this trade and I'm Neither like, is his bat. <clears throat> well, if you, you got to look, look at, at how the short trade stops, overall, right. Yeah, yeah you got to look at how shortstops hit, not not players in general, right? Like I think that's right. the that's the only fair way. But sorry, I, I do think Lindor was a little bit of an overpay. I get he's like the best defensive shortstop. His bat, like Austin was saying, hasn't been replicated. And I just think if look at what the Mets possibly had in Andres Jimenez, maybe it's still too early to tell. But I think he's going to be better than he is this year. He's having a great year. He's having yeah. a really good year. He's batting uh, over three hundred right now. Yeah, yeah, his OPS is 856. His OBP is 375. He's having a great year. I mean, yeah. he's got 17 home runs. Lindor's going to beat him in home runs and RBIs right now. But yeah. you, know, you have to look in the future. Could the Mets have not traded for Lindor, kept Jimenez, and then signed somebody else and, and, signed some, and signed a couple other players, not just one player. They could have signed a couple people, like maybe another, you know, back-of-the-end rotation guy or some bullpen, which they really need. They could have spread that money around a little bit. But and not that it matters because Steve Cohen can just do whatever he wants. But that yeah. was my my little question for you that – I, I just want to put it out there. Frankie Lindor did not make the all-star team this year. No, he did yeah, not. Yeah, he did not. He should have. He should have, though. They, he should have, though. He, they, there was like five Mets on the, uh, that, that made the all-star team. Yeah. And, 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 that, and that first, like, first half of the season, news. first half of the season, he was only hitting 240. Yeah, so yeah, that's fair. That's, that's, yeah, that's he has, heated up. he has heated up. He's heated up. That's fair. But unfortunately, but, he put the all-star game at the mid-season, which I don't agree with. But he has, so he, so he's going to, probably have the highest war or actually 2018 he had 7.2 he's gonna have the second highest war that he's had in his career this year and i think that's probably from a defensive and batting standpoint um so like that's that's probably contributed from both sides of the field i'm not really worried about the deal at all i think you got to make that deal if you're the mets and not worry about you know what you know maybe landing a guy landing a guy randomly in the future that just happens to be good you know it's it's going to be the same thing that happens with him. Like you guys are, are saying like, Oh, Jimenez is having a great year. Like, all right. So maybe they trade him to a big market team. Right. And the same thing happens and the cycle repeats. Like it's not, which is only like, Cleveland. That's a, that's a high possibility. Exactly. Yeah, so no, it's, sure. it's not, yeah. it's not like, it's not like it's not going to happen again with these future guys. Like they're going to cool off. Like they, it's going to happen. Michael Harris isn't going to stay like, just like the hottest hitter in baseball, right? For for the entirety of his career, most likely he might, but he's gonna get paid like that. Let's not right? let's so. not disrespect my, my guy. All right. Mm-hmm. So, who, who, so I mean, I guess <laughs> I guess if you're gonna say like, is it a good trade or not? You have to think in the hypotheticals of if they had that money to sign and these guys played as good as they they're playing in Cleveland with the Mets. Who could they sign with that money to stack on top of these two guys? That's how they no, you could say yeah. they win it. But we can't we can't we can't hypothesize we can't. Also, we can't yeah, no, predict I, that, but imagine if they had these two guys playing this good, and now they have this money that they're paying on Lindor, and they, they put that towards a guy like Trey Turner. Now they, they don't Trey care, Turner and but they two. don't care Just about them. That. But that's the thing about yeah. base. But that's the thing about yeah. baseball. There's no cap, so it doesn't yeah. matter like what they spend right. on Lindor. Right. But not like, a lot of teams the, have multi. Not a lot of teams have two, three guys that are making three hundred million dollars. I, I maybe the Dodgers. I can't think of any other teams that have that. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But that's like why it's the Mets, the Yankees, the Dodgers yeah. are the big market. Like those are the teams that are spending those the money. So like, yeah. so if that's the case, that's the case. But the Wilpons would have never done that. Like, so I'd, I'd rather have the guy that's going to pull that trigger. So I don't know. Yeah, my take on it. All right. 
All right, we'll move on. I just wanted to kind of get your uh, your two yeah. cents in that. Are you guys you guys good with the central? You have anything else uh, going on with that? No, I think that's no, it, Joey. How about we how about we move on to the uh, your favorite division, the AL East? Yes, I'll make this quick. But the Yankees are looking better for sure. They're kind of looking like they were in the beginning of the year. They're coming back from from a deficit. They're winning games again. It's fun to watch. Judge is still chasing sixty two. He's at sixty right now. Thank God he didn't hit it on Apple TV, and, and we can get into that way later on in the offseason. But I, I can't stand that oh, whole Lord. Apple TV deal. That broadcast just oh, – it's insanity. But I have stuff that are, I yeah. won't say on the podcast about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll go over it later off, yeah. off it. But uh, Yankees are up 8.5 games. They have three games against Toronto, three against Baltimore, and three against the Rangers. They clinch the playoffs. I, I don't see them giving up the division. Like, I think they can right now, the way they're playing, they can definitely take the series on Toronto. They can definitely take it on Baltimore. And if you don't take it against the Rangers, then you're not a good team. So unless they just clinch and they punt it, but I don't see them not taking the division. What I am worried about though, is Garrett Cole has looked, I don't know if it's just a Boston thing. Like he just gets absolutely shellacked every time he faces Boston, but he has not been as expected this season. I think it's a bit of a Boston thing. I, really I mean, Boston is definitely killing him. He's given he's given up. I looked, the stat came up the other day. He's given up the most home runs out of any AL pitcher. The only pitcher to give up more home runs is Josiah Gray over on the Nationals. Yeah, that that's no, that's not good company. I thought Josiah. <laughs> <Gray. laughs> the crazy thing is, I thought Josiah Gray was going to be good when he got traded over from the Dodgers. Too, I was very wrong. If on he that. if he doesn't the give up the theme of this podcast be today is I've been really wrong about a lot of things today. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just the we'll Dodgers know, bro. Boston's wrong. But that's yeah. also smart. That's that's why the Dodgers are so incredible is because they have that big market, but they're also like they're doing right. the Braves are the smartest organizations in and baseball. they develop talent too. Yeah. And they develop yeah. talent, exactly. Yeah. So they know that Josiah they know that a guy yeah. like when they trade him like that is not gonna go over and be like an all-star somewhere else. Oh, the yeah. Mets have that problem. They don't they don't have they they don't do that. They they trade guys that are gonna be studs. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of developing talent, Cabrera looks like he's playing pretty well for your Yankees. He is. Enjoy. I'm loving that. It looks like he's um, adjusting to major league hitting. He's playing wherever they put him. He's played first base, second base, shortstop. I think he's played third base too. And he's playing left and right field. He's. I, mm-hmm. I'd rather see him over Hicks any day of the week right now. I even with the inexperience in left field, like I'd still rather see him over Hicks. So he's playing really mm-hmm. good. I hope he cracks the the roster for sure. But the Yankees have some moves coming up that they're going to have to make because right now they have a closer problem they can't use Chapman. They can't use Clay Holmes. So I, I you know, they, t- they asked Boone about it the other day and I kind of liked his answer because right now, if you're looking at their closer, you have to think, okay, it's either Trevino, Efros or, Liz- or Luizaga. And Boone was just saying that they're going to do a mixture. They're going to do it based on matchups, which I think is really the only thing you can do at this point, since they don't have someone that they can trust hundred percent, you kind of just have to go with what's the best matchup. I'd go with Luizaga. I think he's the best guy in their in their whole pen. Yeah, personally. he still hasn't been what he was last year, though. Yeah, he was about as good as he gets last year. Um, I don't know. I like him. I like his stuff. I think he's got the best stuff in that pen. Clay Holmes was so good at the start of the year. I don't know what the hell. I don't know what happened. happened with him. He I just fell off of a off of a building. Yeah, into a burning I, pit. I will say this: I like Trevino a lot. I don't. I don't think he's the answer. But I, like I said, if they have like a matchup where they think Trevino is a better matchup, I'd use him. But I actually do like Efros. He came back, pitched his first. He closed in his first game, I think uh, it was last night or night before, something like that. And yeah. he looked good. He got in a little bit of a jam, but I really like his his stuff. Like, I think he could be a closer for them. I think they just need to kind of work him in a little bit more throughout the, the remaining of the season. Yeah, and they had Trevino, too. Trevino was closing a little bit in, uh, a little bit in Oakland. But, right. I mean, I'm looking at his last seven games right now. He's almost got a 6 ERA. 
Um, yeah, it's not right. It's yeah, they have they have a bullpen problem right now for sure. Yeah. And then the last thing on the Yankees, uh, Harrison Bader is here. And I think most Yankee fans, including me, were like, what the hell was this deal? We traded for a guy in a walking boot who might not even play this year for Jordan Montgomery, who is a solid back the rotation guy. And Montgomery was looking good. He struggled, I think, his last two outings in uh, St. Louis. But Harrison Bader, he, he came in hot. You guys see what he's doing right now? Oh, yeah, he's hitting the ball. He's playing good defense. He's yeah. playing really good. I mean, watching him in center field, he's he's arguably the best center fielder. I never watched him too much before he came to the Yankees, but he plays a really good center field. He's fast, and then he's hitting yeah. with runners in scoring position, which is my favorite stat. So. He's cut from that Cardinals cloth. Good defense, yeah, he's, he's good, good situational baseball. He's a good player. Yeah, I'm starting yeah. to like this deal a little bit more. Obviously, I'm not going to say who won or lost it because it's too soon. I mean, but. well, Montgomery's coming back to ordinary. He was never going to be a 1.8 ERA guy. He's no, coming back. So. He's coming back to his mean right now. Let me take let me take you down so, a notch, Joey. Harrison Bader has had 17 plate appearances for the Yankees. So let's let's relax. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm just saying I like what he has so and far. The, and it's yeah. it's the only sample I have. He hasn't played all yeah. year. So no, yeah. I get that. But we have a huge we have a great sample of Jordan Montgomery just playing great since that trade. And you guys need starting pitch. You guys need any pitching right now. You guys need a lefty. I, I, you guys need a good lefty <laughs> starting pitcher in particular. Well, the answer is Nestor Cortez. Yeah. That's the answer. Yeah. I think the Yankees need to trust them, but yeah. we'll see what they end yeah. up doing. I mean, Cole's obviously gonna be the number one guy. I just I don't like what I'm seeing from him right now. That yeah. that contract is starting to look like an overpay. And you know, I, I think he'll round the form. I think he'll be the number one again. I, I just don't like what he is this season. So yeah, I mean they're not letting pitchers use spider tack, right? In the in the playoffs. That's the thing. Is that is that that's is the thing. Thing. Cole is, that... is fucked. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. Let's not act like every other pitcher wasn't doing it. All right. That's not he, I don't know. All I know, all I know is it. that all I know is that he was doing it. I don't know who was or wasn't doing it, but yeah. I know he was for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I still I still like them in the East. I think they can end up in the CS. They'd have to play the Guardians and the Mariners, and uh, I think they could beat both teams. I really do. Seattle would be tough for them based on the pitching, but I think that they can they can be in there. And and like I just want to say real quick, like we you know we spoke a little bit about how Judge hasn't broken that home run record, right? But like aside from that, like. Their team, their lineup, I was looking at their stats, like besides Judge, like their lineup is atrocious. Like it's so, so, so freaking bad. Okay, it's because of it's, that punted August month. But if you look lately, like Glaber Torres has been hitting, Josh Donaldson is getting hot. Oh, yeah. No, some, is hitting some so of their guys can get late, hot. It's better, yeah. Some of their guys Rizzo's can back. get hot on, so. on, you know, during random weeks, random series, right? But like I'm talking about like seasonal like stats, right? Like their their guys like are just not doing it right now. So I'm wor- a little worried about that. But that also, you know, I just, you know, pointing back to our MVP conversation, that was another reason like we talked about, like why we, me and Joey felt so strongly about judge for MVP, because like, this is not a playoff team. We mentioned it during that segment. This is not a playoff team without judge, which is crazy. One batter makes all the difference. Um, But that scares me for them. The reason I bring that up is that scares me for them for the playoffs. And let me, let me put Yankees fans in these real quick. Yeah. Let me, let me put Yankees fans in these real quick. Rizzo's back. He's already hitting. Josh Donaldson hasn't been hot all year. Now he's getting hot. Like you have to think what he could be. Claybor Torres is finally starting to look like his old self. You know, Judge is still being Judge. Like it's funny because people are getting like disappointed when Judge hits two doubles in a game right now because yeah. they just want to see the home yeah. run. But I think everyone's getting hot. Gets at the walked right time. three. Gets walked yeah, half the walked, time right now. Yeah, and it just. But I think everyone's getting hot at the right time. So I think it's it's a good time. I think they're. I, I think like, they're better yeah. than what they're they're August was i don't know i i'll ruffle some yankees feathers instead of putting. (laughs) i just think in the playoffs historically consistency has played 
Yeah. Historically, the most consistent team throughout the year has been the one that's that's been successful in the playoffs. And the Yankees have been arguably the most inconsistent plus 256 run differential team I've ever seen in my life. They yeah, can either blow you out. They can either blow you out by 15 or they lose like a three to one ball game where they made three errors and they didn't hit for shit. And it's just I don't I don't understand the New York Yankees this year. I don't get it. I mean, they're absolutely in the run differential category, just mopping everybody else in the league. But they just don't. They just don't they don't impress me. They really don't. I don't say that as a Red Sox fan just because I don't like the Yankees. I, I truly just there's something about the Yankees this year that if they don't have judge, I think you can pitch around them in the playoffs and I think that they're in some trouble. So yeah, they, yeah. And I think Stanton's gonna yeah, be a big big part of that. Like he's gotta get yeah. I mean, he's been getting better uh as yeah. well in this Red Sox series, but he has to get like to his old self if they want to be anything in the playoffs, yeah. I think. I think um real quick on that, my last my last take is that if 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 they want to go deep in the playoffs. I think it's actually like those young that, you know, those young guys, the Oswaldo Cabrera's like you, you mentioned Harrison Bader, like some of those guys that are like a little newer to the lineup, if they can stay hot, that's the only way that they're going to, that they're going to even have a chance, you know, a a fighting chance in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're all going to get in that playoff mode. We all know the playoffs, you know, they're a crapshoot, whatever. Um, pitching is elite in the playoffs. So I, I think they're going to run a form and, and be what they can be. See. Yeah, we'll see. see. Time will tell. We'll the That's all I got. Yeah. What else you got with the AL? Anything else? No, I just think the AL is the Astros this year. That's my yeah, opinion. I mean, it's that's kind of what it's looking like. The Astros are just – they're just really good this year. They're, they're I hope not, man. man. I hope not. I know. I really. You know, I was asked this question. Man. I was asked this question, and I guess it's not really a fair question, but I thought it was an interesting way maybe to end the podcast here. Mm-hmm. Um, someone asked me if I walked into to a bar and Trevor Bauer, John Carlos Stanton, and um, Bryce Harper were in the bar. Who do I buy a beer for? <laughs> I want to. I guess. I guess I, I want to know Austin's. I know obviously for for uh, for Joey, it's Stanton. I want to know Austin's take on that. Um, I maybe these. Are, maybe it's a weird question. I mean, you got to take into account that you got to take into account. I grew up in Vegas, so Bryce Harper is kind yeah, of Harper's like kind of the Vegas guy. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. But I think Trevor Bauer is a super interesting dude, and I, I don't, I think he's getting absolutely shafted by the MLB right now. <laughs> he really is. I mean, no, he's I getting think absolutely he shafted think, by so the MLB. So you go, you would, you would go Bauer over, you would go Bauer over Stanton. No, I, I would go, I would go Harper over all of them. Um, oh, I, f- I forgot about that. And yeah, you know, we can end the podcast. This will be my last, my last <laughs> point. It's, it's. Imagine this: the year's 2015. You and a group of friends. <laughs> dress up as the Sandlot boys and you go to a random house in McDonald Highlands, Las Vegas, you knock a door. The guy who answers it is Bryce Harper. That I'm that guy. I was dressed up <laughs> as Benny, the jet Rodriguez with all my friends. We knocked the door. Bryce Harper answers the door, gives us all candy. We even had a Wendy Peppercorn with us and he tweeted us out. This is real. Wow. This is real. This wow. is real. He tweeted out the coolest group of kids just came by my house, dressed up as the Sandlot boys. They even had a Wendy Peppercorn. Oh, so Bryce Harper and Austin are future friends. We're basically, yeah, uh, we're Let's basically best friends. Yeah, so obviously, I would, I would reminisce with Harper. I would buy him a drink. Great. Guy. I walked out. I walked out of the bar. I, I can't stand <laughs> Harper, um, but you know, obviously that that goes without saying. As a no, he's our he's our Vegas guy. We like Harper. So yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that he's from Vegas. He's folklore yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he is. hit about a 570 foot home run at Las Vegas High School. It's like one of the most iconic home runs of all time. So yeah, I mean, he's probably the best player you'll ever see come out of the state. So. For a while, at least. Yeah. 
But anyway, that's all I got. We'll close it out with that. So uh, next week we'll be back. I know this was a shorter episode. It's, you know, not really too much going on. It's just kind of divisions locking up right now. So next week we should have, uh, well, we might be not officially, officially, but next week we should have like the teams that are going to be in the playoffs and what the exact matchups are going to be. So we'll come back, talk about that next Monday. It's going to be a long one next week. That series is going to be, that Braves-Mets series is going to be just that thing. It's going to be wild. Definitely Mm -hmm. stay locked into that. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. See you next week. All right, fellas. Peace.